Hello, everybody. So it's been a pretty crazy day. It's Thursday evening. God knows when it will be by the time you hear this. Maybe Friday morning, who knows, Friday afternoon. Maybe even tonight if you're a late night owl like me. Uh, but I noticed that uh, everybody's still a little bit crazy about the uh, Trump or possible Trump indictment. I wouldn't get too crazy about it. Let it play out how it's going to play out. Um, we win either way at this point. The mistake has already been made. Um, I know I've said this quite a few times and maybe not the most popular thing to be said, but he might be better off if he gets arrested. I think that's a shoe in to win 2024. Um, I think that motivates people to do what needs to be done to get there. Um, but today we're going to talk about what I would say is probably one of the bigger bombshells, um, FBI collusion. Uh, this is from Trending Politics. FBI collusion. Hunter Biden had FBI informant tip off his Chinese business partners about investigation. Uh, you know, it's funny because we're always talking about Trump. We've got to get Trump. Investigate Trump. Um, but then there are all these crimes that we see with the Biden family. Obvious, provable, in your face. And nobody wants to do anything about it. Or, you know, for political reasons. And I'm sure there's a lot of blackmail and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, but before we get too into the article, uh, first, a word from today's sponsor. Today's video sponsor is IP Vanish. Get secure and private access to the internet. Whether you need a Wi-Fi hotspot shield or local network protection, we have a solution for you. IP Vanish VPN simplifies online security at home and on the go with setups for desktop, mobile, consoles, and routers. It takes just one tap to defend your online data using our VPN app. Unite security and convenience through advanced settings that help protect your online activity automatically, so you don't have to remember. IP Vanish is online security made easy. Sign up today at kofefi.click forward slash VPN. kofefi.click forward slash VPN. Okay, we're back. So, Israeli energy expert and former Biden associate, Dr. Gal Luft, was arrested on gun-running charges in Cyprus last month. Luft claimed that Hunter Biden had an FBI informant named One-Eye who alerted his Chinese business associates that they were being investigated. Luft said he was arrested to prevent him from disclosing information about One-Eye. Both the Biden family and the FBI are under investigation by the House Oversight Committee. Uh, Luft claims 
that Biden FBI informant One Eye tipped off his Chinese business partner about an investigation against them. Luft, arrested in Cyprus on gun running charges, said he was detained to prevent him from disclosing information about the Biden and FBI corruption. The Oversight Committee is investigating these allegations. Um, so, according to Luft, the Chinese energy company, CEFC, where have we heard that before, paid Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's brother, Jim, for their FBI connections and using the Biden name to promote China's Belt and Road Initiative. He stated that the Chinese partners, Patrick Ho, that should be a familiar name, and Yi Jianming, knew about the FBI informant. After receiving information from One Eye, Yi and Ho took steps to protect themselves with Ho eventually being arrested and convicted. Uh, Luft claims he informed the Department of Justice about the situation in 2019, but they did not act on the information. The House Oversight Committee has since released bank statements revealing payments from a Chinese company affiliated with CEFC to the Bidens. Yes, you heard that correct. Congress is now aware of the reason behind these transfers, thanks to Luff's testimony. So, interestingly enough, we've heard a lot from James Comer lately. Uh, he's been all over the news saying all sorts of stuff, mainly about this CEFC and these payments. Um, and all these other Biden family members that we didn't know were involved. Um, now, what's interesting is that this line here where it says Luft claims he informed the Department of Justice about the situation in 2019. So, Bill Barr knew about this and did nothing. He knew about this and he allowed all these investigations into Trump and all this nonsense that's uh, you know that's crazy and then you'll hear all about the case in front of the Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg the fat ass he is uh now, I see a lot of people uh, arguing the points of that case. And I get it. Look, there's no crime, number one. Um, a clerical error, um, whatever you want to say, but two very relevant documents. I mean, I say very relevant, but they're relevant in a way, but kind of irrelevant in another, if you think about it. So the documents are the fact that Michael Cohen 
signed a document saying that he was never reimbursed the money from Trump and that he paid it, not Trump. So, there was also in that information that Donald Trump had no idea. Now, Donald Trump told us this a couple of years ago when it first came out. And everybody said, you know, he was lying and whatever. Uh, but there's a signed document. And this document came from Cohen's old lawyer, Robert Costello, which thank God for him. Um, but the other one is the Stormy Daniels document where she admits she never had an affair with Trump. So you extorted the guy or extorted Michael Cohen. Or did Michael Cohen sleep with Stormy Daniels? See, this all starts getting um, kind of crazy. Who really knows the truth, right? Uh, but in my opinion, I think people are looking at that the wrong way. At the end of the day, all the state of New York has, and I say that loosely because they don't really have anything, is some type of a clerical error, uh, accounting error, whatever you would like to categorize it as, uh, that it was written down as a legal expense. Well, number one, not to litigate the case here, but number one, if Donald Trump's lawyer paid it without him knowing, and then Donald Trump paid his lawyer for whatever services he was on retainer for or, or whatever, I mean, you know, with <laughs> you give money to lawyers all the time when you're a billionaire, right? Uh, to do take care of all sorts of stuff, business stuff, personal stuff, go away stuff, you know what I mean? And, uh, well... If he didn't know about that payment and he didn't know that that money was going to that payment and he just knew that that was money that he owed Cohen for whatever, which Cohen claims that he was never reimbursed for that. So that $130,000 that he sent to Cohen was obviously for some other legal services of some sort, right? Um, so that means that it was done correctly, but you also know that Donald Trump doesn't do his own books. He's got bookkeepers and accountants and all these things. So, but anyway, even if we were to take what they said as fact, that's a misdemeanor. That's a two-year statute of limitations for a crime or a, an alleged crime that took place seven years ago. Now, what these idiots are do, trying to do is to attach it to a felony saying that the only reason he did it was because of the campaign, that he was running for president and he didn't want people to know about that. So he did it because of the campaign. And because of that, it's, uh, you know, a felony. And there are obviously two problems with that. Is number one, you could never get inside of Trump's head to know. Trump says that it was because he didn't, he just wanted the problem to go away. Right? I mean, at the end of the day, he didn't know about it at the time. 
Now, I'm sure he found out about it at some point because I would imagine at some point Michael Cohen wanted the money, right? And that's probably, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But regardless, even if you were going to take things the way that they want you to believe that it is, that's fine. You still have an issue of statute of limitations. So I don't even know why anybody's even arguing the other stuff. So even if you were able to make it to a felony charge for, you know, some campaign crime or whatever. Okay, fine. Well, that's only a five-year statute of limitations. This happened seven years ago. So even if they were to attach it with the felony... Uh, then it's only five years and it was seven years ago. But it gets even worse than that because the federal government already declined to prosecute for that because there's no crime. So we have this Joe Biden corruption problem in everybody's face. And then you have this get Trump situation we have. It's not about the facts, guys. I know I see a lot of people all day. Oh, he's not getting arrested or, oh, he's definitely, nobody knows. Nobody knows. You can't use logic and you can't try to rationalize this because there's nothing rational about it. There is no crime. There was never any crime. What do I think they have going on? I think that maybe they're trying to do whatever they can to try to, you know, turn it into a felony charge. Um, I think that they realize that Everybody is looking at them now and there's no way. How do you bring, how do you bring this misdemeanor charge with a two-year statute of limitations and then try to make that apply to a crime that was seven years ago? Uh, now, in all fairness, the American people, some of us, aren't really that bright. If you remember... During the Russia hoax, they kept talking about, and including all the TV lawyers, about the crime of collusion. Uh, there is no crime of collusion. There's a crime of conspiracy, which they cautiously never use that term. But there's certainly no crime of collusion. Don't think that they won't pull a felony out of their ass and then charge it despite the fact it's two years past the statute of limitations, who's going to stop them? Like, that's the thing. And if you have a judge that's corrupt enough and you get a jury that's corrupt enough and a grand jury that's corrupt enough, you know, and at the end of the day, it depends on what their motive is with this. And nobody really knows, right? Now, It's possible 
that they got cold feet because now they realize that this is making Trump into a martyr. But I would argue maybe they're a little too deep. In a little too deep. What, what you're going to backtrack now? How do you do that? Uh, are they stuck? And that might be why they're doing all this stall tactics now too. Like now, where do we go from here? And like I said, I think they're trying to dig up some sort of a felony uh, you know, and, and I think at the end of the day, I think this is really just to try to dirty him up and see if they could get a nice weak Republican candidate to rise up. They're going to steal the, steal the damn thing anyway, uh, unless we do something, uh, you know, uh, to change the system from what it was last time. I mean, look, you, you, you go to vote and machines aren't working. Uh, it's the wrong paper. They don't have paper. Uh, you know, people got to wait four or five hours told to come back. You know, they never come back. Um, in 2022, you had the, the raids in 2020, you had all the investigations and nonsense. I mean, there's so many things that they do. And I think that that's really all this is about as well. I don't really think that any of this is about a conviction, although, you know, don't don't be surprised. I think this is more about dragging it out. I think this is more about trying to uh, get some type of a gag order to prevent Trump from being able to speak, um, you know, do rallies and whatever. I think it's more so about that. Um, and the Democrats don't have any shame, you know, so a lot of people who think, oh, well, they can't indict him now. Well, if this was about law and facts, they couldn't indict him before. Yet here we are. So nobody really knows what's going to happen. And, you know, even look, like with this story that I was telling you about here with Hunter Biden and his FBI informant tipping off Chinese business partners. James Comer, he's been all over TV talking about this. Yet, people on the left, commentators, podcasters, media people, all act like he's just making it up. That's pretty crazy. And people fall for it. So, before we end this, I would argue that people this rotten and this corrupt are liable to do anything. You know, anybody telling you that they know what is going to happen next is lying to you. I have some pretty good, some really good, actually, media sources. Now, I'm not talking about some super secret spy that nobody knows. I'm talking about actual journalists that are really good at what they do, not these mainstream knuckleheads, but big names that everybody's heard of in our movement. And none of them know. None of them know. In fact, 
I was just watching uh, Don Jr.'s podcast earlier with uh, him, and he had Raheem Kassam on. Brilliant guy. And Don Jr. was asking Raheem what he thought would happen next. Because nobody knows. Nobody knows. And yet you'll have some podcasters and stuff like that on YouTube and Rumble and wherever, BitChute, podcasts all over Twitter, acting like they know what's going to happen next. You don't know. That's an opinion. And, you know, everybody's got one. But at the end of the day, nobody really knows what's going to happen next. Um, In my opinion, for our side, it's win-win. Because I think that they've overstepped so bad now. And, you know... This thing with Ron DeSantis, I think, in a way, that attributed a little bit to this thing backfiring, if you think about it. Because I think part of the play, as I said a couple minutes ago, was to help you know, another Republican candidate rise. And I would imagine that candidate would have been Ron DeSantis for anybody who's looking at the polls. So, but Ron DeSantis pissed off a majority of the Trump base by not coming out. And then when he did what he said, and, uh, you know, flip-flop on on Ukraine and a whole bunch of other things. And now people are ready, you know, they're not very happy with him. Uh, And so, and then, of course, these documents came out and it leaked in the media. Well, not leaked, but Robert Costello went out on the media and said he gave the grand jury 600 documents And they only got six, and he told them about the other 600 anyway, and what was in them. And that didn't help. But I think that overall, the part that the the elevating a Republican candidate failed, and then that came out, I think that's why you have now this stall tactic. I also think it's about, you know, running all sorts of more defamatory uh, sling mud at Trump all weekend long. And then, you know, maybe midweek next week, maybe they'll, you know, uh, either indict or not, really. Right. Um, We'll see how it goes. I could tell you that. Hunter Biden won't be getting arrested. He's probably smoking crack in Malibu right now as we speak. Uh, And nobody seems to care. That's all conspiracy theory, which I, you know, before we end this, I also thought it was ironic. I think it was earlier this week it came out. uh, Hunter Biden was suing the computer uh, repair shop owner over the laptop. But in the same breath, was not, I repeat, was not admitting that the laptop was his. He says in the statement or, or in the suit that uh, 
that's not an emission that the laptop is. Well, so you st- you, you're you're suing the laptop repair guy for giving the FBI someone else's laptop with pictures of him smoking crack. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you can't make this stuff up yet. These crazy liberals will tell you, oh, well, that's been debunked. That's all been debunked. So in a system as corrupt as what we have now, I would say that probably almost anything is possible. And just keep your eyes peeled and I'll be back with some updates. Uh, this is a new podcast. I have this thing blasting out all over. Only God knows where you're listening to this. Could be anywhere, all the major podcast uh, platforms. I just set all that up today. Um, I myself got discouraged with all the BS that we hear in the news. And even a lot of these alternative people have turned to crap and Every time you turn around, someone goes from being, uh, you know, uh, a MAGA person, Trump supporter, to suddenly they're something completely different. Um, You got truthers telling people all sorts of wild stuff. And mainstream media just lying to everybody. So, you know, I figured put together a show and at least give some people an opportunity to get accurate information, uh, some decent political analysis, and, you know, bring the facts and let you figure out what they mean. I mean, that's pretty much what journalism is supposed to be about. Um, So uh, you could also find me, by the way, on Twitter, if you search Dr. Sativa, Dr. Vincent Sativa, Um, it's at the underscore weed underscore shop. Uh, and pretty much on, uh, you could go to Substack too and put in, uh, Dr. Sativa and you'll find my Substack. I post all sorts of articles over there daily. Um, you know, I'm not going to do a podcast for every article. I usually just do one of these for one of the bigger ones that come out for the day on for current events and all sorts of other stuff too. Um, But that's pretty much all I have to say here. Hope you enjoyed the show, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.